And we're back! Welcome to the Prodigals Podcast, where we discuss all kinds of topics relating to faith and culture. We discuss topics not normally preached on the pulpit or talked about during Bible studies. That is why we are here for you. It is our hope and our goal that through these discussions, people will be inspired to talk about issues that Christians go through in their daily walk with God. So without further ado, let's get to our discussion. Hey, 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 welcome to another episode. (laughs) Welcome to another episode of the Prodigals Podcast. Um, My name is Mark, and I'm joined by my lovely co-hosts, Billy and Alan. I'm lovely. What up? Oh, you're lovely. I'm lovely. So, and this... You're lovely. lovely. Oh, both lovely. Lovely. Oh, I thought I had a different adjective for my name. You're Billy. (laughs) (laughs) What? <laughs> okay, so anyways, this episode uh, will be a strangest stories of the scriptures, aka seriously, seriously screwed, screwed up, up stories. stories. Uh, we will be talking about you know uh, another hard passage dealing with Jesus. <laughs> How many passages does he have uh, that are difficult to talk about? Anyways, this is his second one that we've we're gonna deal with. The first one being, you know, the the shoot manager, and this one with a Syrophoenician woman uh, that comes to him for help. So, um, how is this strange? You'll just have to tune in. Uh, it's pretty provocative. It's pretty offensive. Yeah, it's pretty rude. Eh? <laughs> it's pretty rude. It's really rude. But man, right, rude guy. <laughs> Without further ado, strangest stories in the scriptures. Strangest stories in scriptures. Mark 7, starting from verse 24. The Syrophoenician woman. Jesus got up and went away from there to the region of Tyre. And when he had entered a house, he wanted no one to know of it. Yet... He could not escape notice. But after hearing of him, a woman whose little daughter had an unclean spirit immediately came and fell at his feet. Now the woman was a Gentile of the Syrophoenician race, and she kept asking him to cast the demon out of her daughter. And he was saying to her, Let the children be satisfied first, for it is not good to take the children's bread and throw it to the dogs. But she answered and said to him, Yes, Lord, but... Even the dogs under the table feed on the children's crumbs. And he said to her, Because of this answer, go. The demon has gone out of your daughter. And going back to her home, she found the child lying on the bed and the demon having left. Wow, that was a wholesome story. (laughs) (laughs) All right. That's a nice ending. It is. Mm. It's a a very nice ending. Just the middle part is. uh... (laughs) Okay, so what stood out to you? Um, what is so strange with this passage? I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's right there. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I mean, did Jesus just call this girl a dog? <laughs> yes. Directly, indirectly, it's up for debate. But yeah. Pretty much, it's like hard to. Dog. It's hard to argue not. I mean, I'm pretty. It kind of feels like he's inferring it in when he says it. No, 
Well, in her response, she's like, oh, I guess he's calling me a dog. <laughs> he's like, I'm going to roll with it, I guess. <laughs> uh, he, uh, but, like, I don't think... Like, I don't think... It's not meant to be offensive, right? Like, Jesus... Uh, is, I, don't, meant to be, I don't know. That's why. I don't it's think just, he's meant it's to so, be offensive. Like, even in... Even in a non sort of political correct society like this, this is pretty like in like he's not pulling any punches for this one. <laughs> it doesn't at least that's what it seems like. Right? Now I've heard sermons were saying, Oh, this was just the test. And it of calling someone a dog? Of say someone's <laughs> faith, I guess. Like in you know, uh being determined. Uh, even in the face of, you know, um, discrimination, of you know any kind of, any kind of, um, 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 what's the word I'm looking for? Any kind of roadblock or struggle or or obstacle. You know, sometimes you know your faith has to overcome that, right? And ask God for, you know, what you need, and you know God sees your faith, and hey, yeah, you get what you ask for. I mean, faith is, I mean, that's what it, it seems like that, you know, in the center of this is the sort of like the un, I mean, it's there. We know it's going to be there somewhere, but it's just you have to dig a little deeper. It's the aspect of faith, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Can you have enough faith to ask someone even though they don't want to do it? Right. Do you think Jesus didn't want to do it? Well, I mean, there's. I think he wanted he to, wanted do, to it. do it. Okay. So there's two parts that, that come to mind. Number one, there's sort of like when Jesus is talking about prayer um, the one parable of the old lady that's coming to the evil judge and keeps hounding him and hounding him and hounding oh, yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. And even then, because you would think that Jesus is talking about God as the judge and saying whatever, right? So there's there's that aspect of it where he doesn't want to do it. But because you keep asking for it, God relents. And yet there's that. also that passage, although it's really talking about the Holy Spirit, where Jesus says, hey, you know, knock and, you know, knock and it shall be open to you. Mm -hmm. Seek and you shall find. Um, and oh, what's the, the, the latter part of it? It's um, where he says, oh, the good, good father uh, notion, right? If you being evil know how to give good gifts to your child, to your children, how much more the father mm -hmm. who's good, the one. can give. So you have like these two conflicting <laughs> sort of ideas where, you know, there are, there are certain situations where, God doesn't want to bless you, but if you keep bugging him in prayer, I'm paraphrasing, obviously, but you keep <laughs> bugging him in prayer, eventually he's, he's going to do it. He's going to give up a big sign. Like, uh, <laughs> okay. Right? And yet there's also this other, as there's the, the other tension of it, of it as God is the good, good father that want to give you good gifts. Mm. Right. So that comes into play for me in this passage. Right? How do you true, rectify true. those two things in this passage? Because I don't think I don't think he's like banging. Is she like begging, begging, begging? I mean, she goes, she falls on her knees and everything like that towards Jesus and asking him to heal. But is that like her banging, banging, banging at the door, you know, type thing? Well, I want to say that it may not have been such a big deal to her in the sense that they're. They live in a land that is occupied by Romans. That tend to do, that you know, and when you ever, whenever you have this one nation occupying another nation, the conquering nation tends to look down at the 
you know, the other nation. Yeah. Right. We see this with the Jews and, you know, we see this with the Greeks. We see this with, and I guess in this instance, the Syrophoenician woman. So in their situation, that might just be a regular way of life for them just to be looked down by other cultures. Just in general. And maybe they look down at the they're same the bottom, when they're, when they're, the they're tier. Yeah. So it's almost, you know, it's, 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 you know, it's just the way of conducting business maybe. Sure. Right. When you're conducting business with different nationalities, maybe they, you know, they look down at you if you're the only one and there's like 15 of their, you know, camel traders and you're trying to buy one. Right. Yeah, they look down sense. at you. Yeah. Right. And will be the last one to be served. Right. So that, that may not be as big of a deal as we think it is, especially since we're coming from, Political correctness. 2020, we're in 2022. You don't say stuff to that to other people because that's just discrimination and that's, no, that's not good. Sure. And that's why it offends our sensibilities. (laughs) And that's why for us, it's a seriously screwed up story. (laughs) Seriously, (laughs) man. Yeah, Uh, yeah, because it's not like the Jesus we know. Yeah, Jesus, we called someone a dog. Do you think, because we were talking about you know, last episode that we did, our last discussion, we were saying that, you know, Jesus had a teaching moment with his disciples about, like, we were talking about the rich young ruler, right? And then Jesus went into, like, the the notion of the the camel. It would be easier for the camel to go through an eye of a needle mm-hmm. than for a rich person to be saved. And so that's, like, a shocking statement that Jesus said for the sake of teaching his disciples something. Yeah. So if I recall correctly, his disciples were there with him. So do you think like Jesus took this as a teaching moment to confront the sort of prejudice, um, prejudice thinking of the disciples who were still Jewish, although they were looked down upon being Galileans. Uh-huh. Galileans were like some one of the lower tiered Jews, right? Sure. <laughs> Back then. And then so so but the Galileans were still Jewish as opposed to Syrophoenician women. Mm-hmm. And so when it so comes to Gentiles tiers, right? when it comes to Gentiles, right? Um Jesus so the Galileans might have seen her as, you know, a dog or like the Gentile ah. nations as dogs or something sure. lower than humans. Uh-huh. And so Jesus was just confronting in an indirect way, the prejudice of his disciples and then making sort of like lifting the woman's faith. Um, although she didn't come from a Jewish background or I don't know, but is Syrophoenician Jewish. I don't know. I don't I think, think so. so. They're Gentiles, right? Gentiles, right? So, Lifting the faith of the woman in front of the disciples' eyes and saying, like, hey, you don't need to come from the Jew. You don't need to be a Jewish person. You don't to need to, to be part of Israel to uh-huh. have faith and to be part of, you know, a saving relationship mm-hmm. that, or the salvation that I am bringing mm-hmm. you. I don't know. I don't know. I, yes. Yeah. I, 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 yeah. That, no, that makes sense. It it's does. Just, it's just a seriously screwed up way for Jesus I to would, say it. I would love for that to be in. I'm having trouble with this notion, though, that the woman basically accepts the the allegation that she's, that a, she's dog a dog and says, yes, but even the dogs get to eat the food that has fallen off the, the plate of the children. right? So even though it's meant for, it's the almost children. like she's saying, even though it's meant for the children, I'll still eat, uh, you know, uh, I'll still I still want it, right? I still want that whatever it is that you've got. I still want it. 
Even which, though it's not meant for me, I'm going to go after it well, because I know it's good. I guess that so that, that I guess that goes to show that it shows her desperation and need and desire Definitely. for it for like to to be with Jesus and have faith in him, right? Yeah. So well definitely cuz he you know the thing is like this is just like any other sort of miracle healing that Jesus has done with any of the other yeah. sort of like instances. You know, and it doesn't have to be the Syrophoenician woman because it's not just the Jewish people or you know a Jewish person that gets their eyes healed or you know they can walk anymore right the centurion mm-hmm. right with a daughter comes and he's the one that has the greatest faith that Jesus hasn't even seen in all of Judea yeah yeah right and he does that right and he honors the centurion but he calls the Syrophoenician a dog right mm. so it it's a hard sort of like situation to, to try to like parse out because there are situations where you know Jesus is is accommodating to people outside of just the Jewish whatever. I mean, yeah. the, woman, the woman at the well, even though like they're, they're split from like long gone Israel. Yeah. Right. He still treats her so much better than even what he would treat, you know, somebody of the Jewish nature because he, because she is the, the she's the first, I think she's the first person that Jesus actually says, I'm that guy. No, yeah. I'm Jesus. Yeah. I'm the Christ. Right. So there are, are, are situations where that is. That's why this is so baffling to me because it just comes out of nowhere. You would want to think that Jesus is 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 uh is loving and kind to everyone because they're all children of God. Right? But this one just comes out of nowhere, and that's why you know it's it's easy to to say, well, this must have been a test because it's so out of character of Jesus. Right, he must have said this to you know to test her faith, you know, put up a roadblock, uh, and to see if she'll she'll bite, right? To say, okay, you know what, my pride is not worth it. Yeah, mm. for sure. I would rather have I would rather have my I would rather have my self respect or whatever you want to call it. Maybe it is her pride. I'd rather have that taken away and me be humbled than to have my daughter being afflicted so much more longer with this, with a demon. And I think that's for all of us. That's the, that's the, that's, that's the challenge for all of us. That's the thing we've got to overcome. What is it that we have to overcome that we just say, you know what? It's not worth it to hold on to that. I just need to accept Jesus and what he gives. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Right, because that's got to be it. Because man, oh man, <laughs> I think a, a lot of us put ourselves in the in the place of the Syrophoenician woman, and it's hard for and it, and I think for for many of us it would be hard for us to respond the way that she responded. If we had, let's just put it, you know, the way that I think it is, Jesus basically, you know, slaps her in the face. <laughs> right. Uh yeah. Uh, and you want, we want to think that it's, we want to think, and I choose to believe that Jesus is just sort of play acting this portion. Right. Um, but you, it, yeah. What would you say? Okay. What's your question? Maybe. Maybe. So do you think at this point, I don't, I re- I'm really not 
sure. Because Jesus, in the next passage, Jesus heals a deaf man, right? Um, but can we just say and appreciate this woman, this woman, because Absolutely. even though she wasn't Jewish, she understood the scope of Jesus's mission mm, and the salvation that he brought mm-hmm. and the power that he has. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, when Jesus said, I, you know, I, I come to save the Jews, right? Salvation comes from the Jews. But then the woman's like, okay, but you also came for us, right? Yeah. So like your power <laughs> also trickles down to non-Jews. So she's aware. She's been aware of the situation. So Jesus like also, okay, I'm, I'm believing more and more Jesus is not saying this in a very derogatory way. <laughs> and it's kind of just acknowledging, I guess, the, I don't want to call it tears or they, they there were tears of like Jew and Gentile, right? He's just acknowledging that that exists within this, within this society, within this culture for now. And that, oh yeah, like. The children, like the, child, like the children, are Jews, right? Yes. Yeah. And then Jesus is calling dog the Gentiles dogs, right? Yes. Kinda. Yes. Yes. No. I, 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 okay. May- here, uh, I I just read it again, and I think he didn't call them dogs. It was just a metaphor. Like let the sure. children. Oh, yeah, yes, yes, yeah. Sorry. It yes. could just a be a metaphor. Yeah, metaphor right. For he he wasn't he wasn't necessarily calling Gentiles Gentiles dogs. or the Syrophoenicians dogs. Yeah. dogs. It's just the way that you know there were a symbolic way of viewing the relationship between the Jews and Gentiles. Yeah. To it would be like Okay, I don't know. Don't get canceled. <laughs> it's yes, yeah, another. It's a mini parable, I would say. Okay, okay, it's yeah, like yeah. Children are not supposed to throw it to dogs because mm-hmm, okay. It's not um, meant for in them. The parable is like the blessings. You know, the Jews should like the children should be fed first. Yeah, um, he's and not saying the dogs shouldn't be fed. But he's saying that the the bread that's meant for the children, the children should eat, and it shouldn't be given to the dogs first. First, or like it shouldn't yeah. be thrown to the dogs, At basically. All. Yeah. Um. So she's saying. So it, it, in my mind, it's like when I read that, it's like okay, he did refer to them as dogs. It's just. Uh. Okay. Comparing it's just like a parable. Yeah. Okay. I can see that. A I parable can defend Jesus that way. I <laughs> defend you, Lord. I defend Amen. you, God. <laughs> well done, good and faithful servant. <laughs> May you remember this moment when you come and put me on your right hand. <laughs> okay, I can definitely be on board on that. I I can definitely <laughs> I can definitely explain this in a Bible study for next time if I ever do this. Or if we ever come across this passage ever again in like a small group or Bible study. It's saying it's a mini parable rather than, oh, Jesus called this girl a dog. 
Because here's because here's, we talked about, we touched on data before. Uh, we know that the discrimination between nationalities was, it wasn't just nor, it was normal. Rampant, it was right? a normal way of life in the Roman Empire. Right? And so, I'm not, I mean, I'm not well-versed in the culture of the Syrophoenicians. Sure. But if I were to hazard a guess, part of it would be pride, as I was saying before, just like, you know, national pride. Mm. Pride in your, your, your nationality, your identity. Mm-hmm. And, and I want to say that in this moment, Jesus is saying, well, are you willing to give that up? The nationality that you have to accept a different, a, dis, a different citizenship, mm-hmm. right? To my kingdom, mm-hmm. you know, are you willing to do that? And I'm going to do it in such a way that you're challenged by it. I'm not going to do it in a nice way so you can actually have both. Mm. But you're going to have to, you're going to have to give up one or the other. Interesting. Mm. Where Jesus says, okay, you either choose, you either choose the, the nationality of the kingdom of God or you choose your nationality as a Syrophoenician person. Kingdom culture. Kingdom culture. Wow. That's the only way it makes sense in my mind with Jesus saying what he does, what he did. Because the other thing that we also know is that when Jesus is telling his disciples to go out into the world, he says first, right, Judea, right, and then outside and then, you know, to the rest of the world. So yeah. there's a progression in where uh, of where the the you know, the message is supposed to go. And if Jesus was really that racist, he wouldn't have gotten Paul. Saul, Paul. He wouldn't mm. have changed Saul to Paul. Right? Because it was Jesus that was talking to Saul to change him to Paul on that road. Mm. Mm-hmm. Right? He chose him to take it there. Mm. So Jesus is not a racist is what I learned today. We're defending him as not as a reason. You know, in the writings of Paul, because we see, sometimes we see that, you know, and the Jewish nation sees that, you Uh know, they were just chosen people and they're maybe the only saved people, right? Um, But then Paul in his writings says something, refers to something he calls the mystery of the gospel. And the mystery that he writes was not seen in the Old Testament because it wasn't clearly presented to the people by God. Mm-hmm. But the mystery became clear um, to Paul and the rest of the disciples when Jesus died on the cross because the mystery was there all along in the Old Testament. And the original of the original plan of God was for God to save not just the Jews— not just the not just the nation of Israel, but through Israel, the Gentiles sure. also well, should be sure. saved. Mm-hmm. Sure. So Well Jesus says about God, he wishes that all men would come to him. Mm-hmm. Right? Um but having just thought of it just for a second, I think what this woman how this woman broke through is because you know, Jesus sees that for this woman she values greatly of what Jesus has to offer. Mm -hmm. Because even if it's not meant for her, she's not a child. She can still gain something Something. from it, from the things that aren't valued by by the other people that it's intended for. Mm -hmm. Right? So even the things that they deem as maybe not as important, 
she sees that as important, even those small mm-hmm. things. And that's what Jesus said. And I think for Jesus, because faith is such a big thing for him, mm-hmm. that he sees that and says, wow, this, this woman, even though in the face of discrimination, understands that the value that I'm, that I'm giving, even the ones that fall by, that, that seem very small to the rest of the Jewish lineage, she views that as something that is absolutely of value. Hmm. So, yes, go ahead. Your daughter is healed. Wow. Mm. True. And we've defended Jesus. <laughs> Please remember uh, this. He's not racist. He's, he's not, not racist. He saved everyone. He has come to save every nation on earth. Uh, no matter what color you are, no matter what ethnicity you are, Jesus loves you and Jesus has come to have a saving relationship with you. And that's why he came to die on the cross for everyone. And in Isaiah, it says, when Jesus comes, eventually, every knee shall bow and every tongue will confess that Jesus is Lord. So, yes, he is not... <laughs> He's <laughs> not racist. And uh, this does not, I don't think this comes from, you know, like, this is not Jesus hangry or anything. Like, he he didn't just cause a, wig, a fig tree to, uh, <laughs> to wither and to die. wither previously. He was just, you know, I guess, like, he was wise enough. And this is the way that he sought to interact with this woman to see mm. her faith and also i still think that he's still there to confront the disciples okay. prejudice sure so. sure and one more thing um you remember during jesus's first miracle where he turns the water into wine what does he say to his mom it's not my it's it's not time for that yet mm. he calls her a woman we're not gonna do that <laughs> 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 We're already dealing with discrimination. We're not going to talk about it. <laughs> not tonight. Oh my god, that's so funny. <laughs> but what does he say to her? He says to her, "Like it's not, it's not that time yet, right? It might be that, you know, at this time he's only supposed to be ministering to the children of Israel, and he's not, al- for lack of a better term, allowed, mm-hmm. right? Or that's not the that's not in the plans." To minister to people outside of the Jewish nation, mm-hmm. but because of her faith, he can he can then um, he can then justify that to the father, and say I, I can't just look at her faith, right? So yeah, I know I'm not supposed to go to them right now, and I know she's not supposed to like whatever uh, the message is not going to go through, and it will because of her. How am I supposed to turn away somebody with that much faith mm-hmm. for us, mm. right? So that might have played that might have played a part in it too. True, true. All right, <laughs> all right. So, um, it is that is- time of the episode <laughs> where, <laughs> after the discussion, we creatively try to come up with <laughs> actors, active actors and actresses to uh, cast. F- if we were to make a movie uh, uh, based on this story, who would we cast? So this is our movie casting segment. So do you guys have yours? I don't have. <laughs> I, I literally just thought of like the, the woman and Jesus. 
Okay. I'm actually missing Jesus. I've got like... You're missing Jesus? I have the woman, I have the daughter, I have the demon, and then I'm missing Jesus. Wow, you got the demon? Yeah. I was thinking of the daughter, but I was like, I was just like, <laughs> I was like, oh, maybe I'll just choose like a random young woman, one young girl as a, as a girl, as the, the daughter. Okay. Do you want to go first? I can't. I'm missing Jesus. Okay. Uh, I guess the I'll center. go. Uh, for my generic daughter who had a demon removed will be Millie Bobby Brown. Cause <laughs> that course. is the first young girl I can think about. Um, for, uh, I was thinking about desperate woman who desperate is, housewife desperate housewife it's not desperate housewife wow Des, desperate wow need, desperate need of help uh so struggling i thought of elizabeth olsen because i thought about like wow. division okay and how she was so emotionally torn mm. in that show so okay, elizabeth okay, olsen okay. and good, 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 good. flip the script because it's 2022 <laughs> uh for my jesus for my jesus for my jesus and it's also like also, this maybe he's biased because I, I watched a movie with him in it already, and I don't even know if he would even do this movie. It's uh, uh, if you guys know, uh, Mahershala, Mahershala, Mahershala Ali, Ali. Mahershala yeah, yeah, yeah. Ali, Mahershala oh, Ali. Yeah, he's he's Muslim, but I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I just look on as like a good picture. He's Muslim, but I was like, man, like I I, I kind of like that that um, that duo of Elizabeth Olsen and Mahershala <laughs> for some reason. Because I was watching, I watched the Green Book recently. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I just think of him as like he can have a nice stern way in calling Elizabeth Olsen a dog, but also saying like, "Oh, your daughter, the demon has been <laughs> used in a very stern, loving way." So those, those that's my duo. <laughs> wow. Okay. And it's also flipping the script on um, discrimination. So. <laughs> so yeah, that's my that's mine. No comedy this time, guys. <laughs> Serious. Straight up dark, Straight dark drama. Right yeah, dark there. drama. Wow. It's a dark drama. Okay. 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 <sighs> okay. All right. So, for the woman, the Syrophoenician woman, um, so I chose, um, so her name is Sarah Ramirez. Sarah Ramirez. She's from Grey's Anatomy. She's the... Oh, is that... Oh, She's Callie. It's oh, Callie. Callie. Okay. Oh, Callie. Yay! <laughs> Callie, Callie Torres. Yay! Callie, Callie Torres. Torres. Yay, right. yeah, yeah. So I'm going to choose her. I like that. I like that. Right. Because even though she's like of Latino descent, you can pass her off as... Yeah. You can pass her off as, as Middle Eastern. Yeah. Uh, in the Heights choice, you know. Like, for the daughter... <laughs> the Heights version. Yeah. <laughs> For the daughter, I chose Callie Fleming. She plays Judith on The Walking Dead of Judith. Right? So oh, I don't really? know if you've seen, yeah, like the older one, the one that carries around like the katana blade. So that's her. Um, the demon, because this is 2022. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh, we're going whatever. I chose uh, Ken Watanabe. From oh, Inception. my God. <laughs> And then for oh, I like that. I like that a lot. <laughs> and then, but Jesus, I kind of copped out. I just did Henry Cavill, Superman. Oh, that's okay. Cool. That's nice. That's nice. I like that. Superman with like huge muscles. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like Jesus with huge, huge muscles. muscles. That's, that's great. And a mustache. And no, no mustache. No mustache <laughs> well, no. yeah. Well, maybe. Yeah. Mustache Jesus. Maybe. Mustache Superman. Yeah. <laughs> mustache Superman. 
All right. Uh, okay, so. What you got, Mike, on the spot? The daughter would be Haley Steinfeld. Oh. <laughs> nice. Okay. Um, the mother, Monica Bellucci. Monica Bellucci. Wow, Bellucci. Yeah. Bellucci? Bellucci. I don't know. Um, it's funny. She yeah. has like an Italian name, but she's French. Oh, really? Yeah. French Italian or fully French? Well, that's that could be it. I'm not too sure. Yeah, so her, she played uh, Mary Magdalene she in did. Fashion of the Christ. Yeah. Um, Demon, Tom Hardy. Ooh, oh my god. <laughs> You're a loser. Um, oh, that's good. That's good. That is a red one. <laughs> um Jesus Idris Alba. Wow. Yeah. I like that. Twenty twenty two. I think that's it. That, that, that's all I have. I like that. I like uh I was thinking of uh <laughs> the disciples would be the the regular extras, like <laughs> the foolish extras that I usually have, like Andy Samberg, <laughs> Michael Sarah, Michael Sarah. Oh, what's his name? Oh, from Parks and Rec, Andy. Oh, oh Chris Pratt. Uh, Chris Pratt. <laughs> Yo, he's a Christian too. He loved to be in that film. Yeah. Uh, uh, Ross from Friends. What's his name? Um. Oh man. Schwimmer, David Schwimmer. David Schwimmer. Yeah. That's so good. There That's a go. fun group of disciples so far. All right. Yeah. Okay. Nice. <laughs> All right. It's been fun. Uh, thank you guys for joining us. We'll see you in the next episode. So. Tune in. Well, folks, that's all we have for you this week. We hope that you were blessed by our discussion. Let us know what you think. Send us a shout out on our socials at the handle at the Prodigals Project on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. If you like what you've been hearing, please like and subscribe. Also, leave a rating and review. It'll go a long way in helping us out. Stay blessed and stay faithful. And join us again next week for another episode of the Prodigals Podcast.